Yeah, we're on. Okay, I mean it's your fucking show, so why don't you start it off? No, I was going to start it off and like in post production, give it a narrative and everything. I was going to let you take it away. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So what? Oh, we're talking about your disgusting, creepy. Uh, I mean, we'll call it a study because there's really not many other uh, flattering words for it. Okay. Uh, describe to the people uh, what your intentions are for uh, your own home space. Uh, what route, like uh, you have a dedicated space you yes, want to have. Yes, a dedicated space called a study, which is a spare bedroom that's not for sleeping, just for my books and role play games. It's pretty bad. I mean, any it's like having a study, you're, you picture, or when you hear study, it's like you picture a, a library of leather-bound books, first editions, uh, you know, maybe some antiques, a nice oak desk. Yeah. Um, yours is going to be filled with Naruto, uh, the whole, like, fucking what is what would you call that the whole compendium of naruto crap i have all um, what, i what have else is every single issue combined of the naruto franchise and dragon ball franchise that is horrible good luck having sex with that even remotely close by in your home space well that was where it came up with the substitution explain what my substitution idea was wait what was your substitution i don't remember that keeping that door locked Oh, I don't know. You never told me about keeping it locked. Oh, God, that's even creepier because that's the kind of thing where it would like build suspicion and intrigue and mystery where it'd be like, what is behind that damn door? And then it's like you go in, it's like it could be body parts. It could be, you know, fucking bomb shelter. It could be another family. Anything could be on the other side of that door. But the worst thing that could be on the other side of that store door is uh, your anime collection. That's horrible. Manga, manga. Manga, manga, yeah, you are. <laughs> that is no good. I'm uh, yeah. When I visit, I will certainly be taking care of that. No, we'll you're do not. a little house cleaning. <laughs> oh, I will. I'm gonna touch it. I'm gonna get the master key. Get a skeleton. You should have a skeleton key to your apartment that has an actual skeleton on it. I want to get one of those. It's always been a fantasy, man. And yeah, keep it around your neck at all times, and so the no, yep. no, uh, no sneaky bitches will get uh, take it and go look at your fucking treasures. Did you say sneaky bitches? Yes. Nice. Yeah, those are the best kind. They uh, they put out. Sure. Okay. Now carry on with our stories we've scheduled. Excellent. Um, is there anyone you want to start with? Let's talk about my cousin. Well, he's is he is he my cousin? Like I I, I like. You've been telling me that for years. That is how I took that as Bible. No, like he is, but it's not by blood. It's like my mom's sister, who we're not going to name, who's a train wreck. We completely kicked out of the family. Got good, good, good. You know I'm all about exercising demons from the family. Um, She got re- remarried three different times, and I forget what marriage it was where she had this guy come in who sort of became my cousin, and me and Rusty Shackle for both. No. So um, so my my understanding of your relation because you you both went to the same camp, the ones that we all we all of us ended up working at. Yes. Um, did you know him before that? Yes, that's how I went there. You because how, like about how long? We he came into the family um sort of when I was like ten, so he told gotcha. us about the place we we all went to and worked at, and when I was older, he was uh, his last year, so it kind of like. We would never really talk. We only talked like twice a year, me and them, the family. You guys, I, it's so funny because like that was also something. Because when I first met you, boy, were you different. Like oh, you have, you have grown so like immensely since that time. Like you are in a completely evolved being from that point. I know, which like, scares me. 
I came in. No, that's that's the good shit. That's like the good kind of shit. Okay. Some people, some people become like fucking scumbags and you know jaded and shit. You yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. keep that heart open, brother. Um, when I first saw you, um, so there was like a an arrival day, um, or like an orientation week, which we've discussed on the show before. Yeah. Um, I saw you, and um, there was a an, a counselor. I'm not gonna use his real name because he does have an IMDb profile, but he was like an actor or wannabe actor from New York. Yeah, he was yeah, in a yeah. couple a couple of movies when he was a kid, and then he was trying to get on Broadway. Uh, shocker, it didn't happen. And he was big into, I, I didn't realize this until like a couple of weeks in, he, ended, he ultimately ended up being fired for being a pervert, like a real pervert. Um, he had disclosed some very disturbing stuff to me that, that, that the management had come and spoke to me, and then, yeah, he was out, out, out. Um, but he, um, yeah, he, so he was uh, big into like benzos and like, xanax and shit so he just had like this like spacey uh like air about him where it was like kind of like everything you're saying is being like only quarter heard um and so he's like a doofy like classically handsome guy but then when you look at him you're like you you look like an idiot and then you sound like an idiot when you open your mouth probably but he he (laughs) he had gone up to you and i had heard you um you were screaming. I can't remember what you were screaming. Might have just been some guttural screaming. And you were wearing a camouflage uh, like vest thing. Like it was like a camo jacket that had been cut up to be a vest and had patches all over it. And like you had like really, really greasy hair. Mm-hmm. And then you had your braces too. And like you had like such a growl in your voice. And then, um, like I, I, you look like to me. It's like you looked like a fucking neo-Nazi. Like it was. Very I, scary stuff. I used to get that a lot. I used to. Yeah, and then there was also the times that uh, you would be goose-stepping across the uh, fucking yard, and it would be like, that just didn't help with the neo-Nazi stuff. Um, but he uh, fucking goes up to you, and he's, like, trying to be, you know, he took his Xanax, so he's all, he's feeling social and, like, unencumbered. And he goes up to you, and then he's, like, uh, he, like, is, like, hi, like, how are you doing today? And then you, classic reference. Uh, you reference uh, Chappelle show and you're like what? And then he's like, oh, I was just saying how like how are you today? And then you were like what? And then you just kept screaming that at him, and he looked like like it totally threw him off his game, and he was not able to bounce back from that for the rest of the night. It was fucking hilarious. But um, so this this uh, your cousin is yeah. I it's. It, is so disgusting to me that he is in any way part of your family. It's horrible. Not really. We kind of purged him in it. My mom's good because he's like, a fucking yeah. piece of garbage. Like we have um, so no he, contact with him. None. Good. Nobody should be in contact with him. He's a fucking loser and a weirdo. Oh, like, I he, know. I know. You want to talk supreme gentleman? Like this guy is supreme gentleman. Ask you out on a date, and when you say no, I'm gonna drive a truck into a crowd, like, and just yeah. run as many people over as I can. That's how supreme he is. Um, and so he, uh, like, you guys were, would interact a lot. And you guys had a lot of like similar interests, like tarot cards. And uh, were you into magic? The Gathering, you better believe I was. Yeah. So yeah, you guys had like some common interests. So I thought you guys were like boys, and no, I was, I was like, not. okay, that's that was like. To, but to me at the time, I was like, that is. All that I need to know about this kid. I am not going to fuck with this guy at all. Um, and so uh, he's like pretty shitty at the job. Um, yeah. There was like uh, one time when he was like, because you have to pitch all of your classes to the group. Yes. And there was one time he just went up there and grabbed the microphone. And it was the like most like apathetic 
and like depressed pitch I've ever heard. Like he was like wanting to like, you know, the class was going to be like board games or some stupid shit like that. And then he was like, you know, I'm really feeling under the weather right now. So it's really going to be just like low key. We're not going to be like talking too much. We're not going to be like doing too much. And I'm just like not really feeling good. So like that's just a heads up. Pause. That impression of him was so accurate in tone and mannerism. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty spot on. And I haven't done that impression in a while. But Good. usually if I if I do impressions, I have to hear something and I I can actually do it like if I hear it recently, but I, I do lose it over time. But yeah, he's such a fucking jack off. Uh, my whenever, grandfather whenever, hates him. Everybody hates him. My His grandfather fucking, especially your wife probably hates him. She should leave him. But um, and he always whenever he speaks, um, he does like you know like the that like craze when like girls would take like selfies and do like the duck face. Yeah. Like his face was like duck face all the time because he was like trying to like very uh like like distinguish every syllable and it's like you sound like a fucking jerk off. Yep. Um, and so yeah, so he goes up there and he just bombs this pitch and shocker, 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 absolutely. Nobody signed up for the class, so he just had, like, a free period all week, which is probably what he was angling at. But he just had no charisma whatsoever. None. And, like, he would wear, like, fucking, like, trench coats and stuff. And it's like, this is the middle of the summer. It is hot. upstate New York. It is humid and hot. It is, like, ball sack conditions there. And he was so committed to being this, like, fucking pseudo-goth techno douchebag. Like, it was like, yeah, we all loved The Matrix. We really did. But that was a very long time ago, and it's over. It's way over. Um, and so he uh, was, like, big into techno music. Like, literally, like just so off-putting as a human being. Um, and then another time, so, like, he was, like, they kept sticking him with me because I was, like, managing there. And so he'd be with my group. Um, and uh, we would do this, like, secret society of supervillains thing, which was really fun. Like, we'd make, build a big fire, and, like, we'd build up, like, we'd have, like, a little hushed whispers about El Jefe, that was my villain, he was pretty badass. Um, and, like, there'd be these hushed whispers, and so, like, all the boys coming in, it was kind of like, oh, like, what like what are they talking about? And then it's like, you, you play it off, it's like, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing. And so everybody had to make up their own uh, villain. And he, his villain, he's such an idiot. He tried to get reimbursed by the office for this. He just bought himself clothes. He basically just did Hunter S. Thompson from Fear and Loathing uh, in Las Vegas. And, I remember like, that, I remember the, that. Got the, it was so fucking shitty. It was like, this is so ridiculous. Like, it's just like everybody else had like domino masks on and like hoods and gloves and shit. And it's like, then we just have this fucking asshole in a Hawaiian shirt with aviators and a fishing hat. And it just like stuck out so bad. And then he did the worst Hunter S. Thompson impression when we're like doing the uh, introductions. Um, but, um, oh, and so then there was other night, there was other times, because that was like later into the session. We would do like a fire the first night and I would, uh, we'd go around the circle and I would, have all the boys like stand up, uh, stand up on top of a bench, and then scream like first name, fucking, and then their last name. Like it's like I am Rusty fucking Shackleford. Shackleford. And scream, like yeah, trying to get yeah, trying to like add some balls to it. Um, so uh, he, after we're doing done doing that speech, everybody's laughing and have a good time. He walks up and he has his hands, uh, both of his arms behind his back, like hooked. Like a like a fucking fascist or like a totalitarian, like just let's just call it what like, it is, is an authoritarian. Yeah, it is like not a way that a human being stands unless they're trying to assert dominance. And it was like you, like it's like we all see through this, and you look pathetic and weak and like a not supreme gentleman. But so then he addresses the group, and he's like, 
Gentlemen, I will uh, refer to you as gentlemen until you prove to me that you be, uh, uh, that you are otherwise behaving like gentlemen. Yeah, and it was like he just gives this spiel about like fucking you know respecting women and stuff, like total total fucking white knighting, like just so so transparent. And it's like I really hope that you get zero sex from this. I can't imagine you do, but like I'm just also putting out into the universe that I don't want you to have sex, especially based on this like line of chatter. Um, and so, yeah, he just, like, throws that all down. And it's funny, too, because he um, ended up getting into a relationship with a girl there. And uh, he went away to Italy. And, again, he kept getting stuck with me every fucking year. And so he was, uh, we were, like, doing, like, a check-in with all the, the male counselors. And, you know, we're all, like, it's like you cut loose a little bit more. You kind of, you know, get more into your, like, actual personal lives. Like, you don't want to, there's a lot of shit you don't disclose to the kids. Uh, and of so course, he's, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, although there's people who cross those boundaries. And, and then it's like, why would you do that? that like these these kids have so much leverage on you right now um and so he's talking to uh the the, the older boys the goons who are working there and uh he's talking about how he like had spent the summer in italy and like he would mind you he was still in this relationship with that girl who also was still there that year like she's still working there and he like discloses that he uh basically like cheated on her all summer and had like this romantic tryst and uh, yeah he called it a tryst and it was like God, I just want to break your fucking nose. Um, yeah, he had a tryst in like uh, Italy, and it was like, I hate you so much. Um, but then he saw me, and he knew that I knew her. And so then he was like, then he tried to like kind of backpedal on it and be like, you know, nothing ever came of it. And it's like, you just told us you had sex with her, so which one is it? Like, did the sex happen, or are you lying about that? Like, which one is the lie, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gentleman? Because it's, all, it's like also just smacks in the face of the whole spiel that he had given the boys, where it's like, I expect you to be this, but I'm not going to be that. Just as long as you don't know. Um, and so, yeah, that he's just a fucking loser. Um, but uh, the story you wanted me to tell, um, so we, uh, he actually went to the same college as me and Busty Shackleford. Yep. And he, um, we were always like looking for, for summers, we were looking for a place to sublet. So it's like, we don't want to sign on for the year. We just need a place for the summer. And he had messaged us and was like, you know, I have a space. Um, it's deep in my, uh, it's deep in my archives here. I, I, I will send you one day the, uh, the actual message he sent. Cause it was like so fucking formal. And it's like, dude, it's like, we <laughs> oh, I can picture it. Years. I can picture it. I can picture yeah, it. Yeah. It was long and formal. And like, you know, I'm talking about amenities. It's like, dude, this is a shithole college town. Okay. Like there are no amenities. The bathroom is going to be filthy. The basements are going to have pipes hanging down very low. Like that's just the way it is. Um, and he was like, you know, trying to like be a realtor and so we were we go back and forth with him and then he's like yeah like and he gets like he gets sketchy for a week and then he's like um yeah like i guess we can like and that like now that the tone changes he's like i guess we can like do it tomorrow and so we meet up with him and it's it's summer we're subletting he is wearing wool pants wool uh, a wool blazer a wool vest full collar long sleeve shirt with cufflinks and then he had on a fucking like newsy hat, like a newsboy hat. He and it was like brown. It was like a brown motif. He looked like a fucking asshole. He looked like he, he looked trying to be so a downtown Abbey. And he was yeah, exactly. And he um he's he has just one of the worst hairlines I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Like he, it was like, how did God? He looks you? like. Let me just describe to what the all the listening audience, what my cousin, not blood cousin, looks like. Freddie Mercury. Going for cancer. No hair. Damn, that is so exactly what he looked like. 
and yeah, then at this point he was because like he had a little bit of like hair, but it was like you know all thinned out and shit when, yeah, when I first yeah. met him. Yeah, he just leaned into it and it was like, all right, I'm just gonna go Lex Luthor with this, Lex <laughs> Luthor neo Nazi. <laughs> and you know, I I love Lex Luthor, but I hate neo Nazis. I know that's um, a, that's a, that's a <laughs> weird overlap, just shaved head. <laughs> yeah, and so um, yeah, he is, and he's just sweating profusely, like from the from his wool hat, and it's like, why? Are you 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 have nothing going on today? You put those clothes on to show us your shitty, shitty, shitty house in a college town that is run down and dumpy, and it's on a street that have like literal trap houses, like and crack addicts. Exactly, it's preposterous. He looks so foolish, and it's like you're really. It's like this can. It's like why? It's like obviously we're gonna think you're a huge tool. It's like, I don't know if he thought we were, like he was going to trick us into believing he's something else. Because it's like, we fucking know you, dude. What's just really funny, the first time you told me his story, it's like, I stopped like, what was he wearing? Yeah, because yeah, you knew. Because it's like, you knew he had like, uh, he's a showman, so he had yeah. like his theatric. Um, and so, yeah, he just shows us through the whole house. And it's a fucking dump. Um, and it's like, you know, the room is super small and it has like an angled ceiling. It's like basically, it's like already like a half room, and then the angled ceiling just makes it like a, a third of a room. It's it's like not great conditions, um, and so then he uh, he's given us the whole uh, the whole tour. We go down to the kitchen, and he's like, "This is the kitchen, this backyard, blah blah blah." And then his roommate comes out, and his uh, his roommate looks pretty cool. And then he uh, comes out, and he's a very regular ass man, and you could just tell that he absolutely hates your cousin. He hates him, and it's he hates living with him. And so when he saw that he was uh, trying to sublet, he because like the whole time he is making it seem like he's a realtor, the like, proprietor it's like, of the manor. Yeah, like I am the one who can get you in here. I'll do all the paperwork. Not that there is any. Um, and so <laughs> this guy uh, comes in, and then he's like, "What are you doing?" And he was like, "Oh, I was just uh, showing some uh, perspective, uh, like tenants uh, would Pro- like no, to sublet he's, he's space. A prospect or some sublet space." Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, okay. Uh, I know how he speaks. <laughs> um, so he, uh, you know, he lays this like lays it down like that, where it's like, just say that these people want to sublet the apartment. Like you were adding so many extra words and wasting everybody's time, and take that goddamn wool three piece suit off right now. And so then the guy's like, you don't get to make those decisions. And then he like, you could tell his eyes get wide, and he kind of looks down, and he's using the brim of the hat to avoid eye contact with that guy. Um, and so he's. Uh, <laughs> the guy just is like, you don't get to make those decisions. We do. You're not even going to fucking be here. So it's like, we should have a say in who, uh, like, who lives here. Like, why would you think that that would be your call? And then, like, he just is, like, taking it like a fucking punk because that's what he is. Um, and then the guy was like, no, like, that's not up to you. So, like, like, and then he looked at us and he was like, sorry, uh, if anything, like, you know, whatever. But, like, it's like, just, it's not like that here. It's like, not how we do things. And he knows that. And he's, again, standing there like a scolded child. And then um, I, I happen to be wearing, uh, do you know ECW, the wrestling yes. uh, company? Yes. Hardcore wrestling? Yes. So I was wearing an ECW shirt. It's a little bit of a deep cut. It is. Um, at that time, it was anyway. Now it's like kind of like a, a more mainstream. It's more mainstream now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wearing an ECW shirt, and that guy was like a huge wrestling fan. And so then he was like, oh, shit, is that an ECW shirt? Like, that's fucking awesome, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, kind of, you know, have a good exchange. And then he's like, yeah, sorry. Like, I, he's like, I'm sorry if this is awkward or anything, but like, you know, 
that's uh, that's just the way it is. Like we all have to like make a decision together because we'll be the ones living with you. And he has, and, and again, he's standing there, and he has no right to do that. Um, and and like to like make that call. And so then we leave, um, and then like we we reach out to him, and we're like, "Yo, dude, like what the fuck? Like what happened?" Uh, I was like, "I thought you said that this was like a lock. Like why would you have us come and see it if it wasn't your decision?" And then instead of sticking to his formal realtor that like shit, he was just like, "Well." them's the breaks uh you know i uh don't know what else to say and it's like you fucking wasted our fucking time because we thought this was a fucking lock and then it's like now we also have to rush because we have to be out of our other space like in a day or two but Jesus. luckily that's that <laughs> luckily the the roommate uh had like found me on um facebook and like reached out and was like you know sending some messages being like yo you guys seem like really fucking cool people like we'd love to live with you and so then we ended up living with them, and it was great. And then once we moved into the space, he was talking about how much of a fucking jerk-off he is and, like, what a loser he is. And my what cousin, it, like, my it, cousin, to be yeah. precise, yes. Oh, true, true, true. It's got to be specific. Um, and, yeah, he was talking about, like, how he has, like, a, a 0% success rate with women. and we, that, like, Everyone in the family already knew that. We all, everyone yeah. in the family knew that. Anybody who doesn't know him knows that. If you look at him, it's like, you are not having sex anytime soon, and you haven't had sex recently. Um, but yeah, so we ended up living there, and it was all great. But uh, yeah, he's a fucking jabroni, and you don't—you guys don't share blood, right? No, I told you, my mom's oh, sister Christ. kept getting like a serial divorcing and marrying, and I can't remember which one it was where she married another guy and had him as like a the the guy she married already oh God, had had the kid like like uh, she married the guy when he was a teenager. When he was a teenager, but she wasn't. What are you talking about? Are you saying your cousin was a teenager or uh, yeah. the guy was a teenager? No, my cousin was a teenager. The guy was like maybe in his 40s or 50s when he married my um, mom's sister. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. Yeah, but she, I, she's had like six or seven marriages, so I, I don't even know. I keep track at this point. Yeah, he was a useless fuck. And yeah, any, anytime like, uh, like he was expected to do anything he would like talk about how tired he is i think he was one of those fucking pansies who'd be like i have lyme's disease and it's like no one gives a shit no one gives a shit sack up and uh and do it just do it okay do we have other stories on our itinerary or agenda tonight i'm trying to think i do okay, um so we'll let's let's take a return to uh return to charlie's yes oh uh, charlie's it, yes Yes, if you if anybody has not previously listened to the episodes, um, there is a uh, gay bar in my area, uh, state area. and city of residence um, called Charlie's Bar. It is uh, mostly like gay man leaning, but there's uh, definitely some lesbians there, and a lot of straight people too will go with their gay friends. They got some decent music, and they serve beer and like mini pitchers, so it's kind of fun to just be like slinging them back. Um, and the uh, drinks are cheap, and the compliments are constantly flowing. Oh, I bet for, for both of us. I bet for both of us. I bet. Yeah, no, I want to take you there. I want to uh, go. Yeah, I, just wanna, I do want to give go. you a tour of the space. I want to go. Yeah, now the bathrooms have changed around since that uh, that the story it, it, I told you yeah, about the, with the fight. Um, you want to hear about go back? Gender. If you want to hear about story, go back and listen to the other story time episodes of Rushy Shackle for. Now moving forward with his story. <laughs> okay, getting down to business here. So, um, Busty Shackelford had made a friend uh, when she moved out here with me. Um, she was working at a local high-end grocer, which sold like incredibly expensive, overpriced shit, but it was high quality and very delicious. Um, and so, um, there was this uh, lesbian who worked there who was about like maybe like four foot eight, um, and like had a real barrel chest and stubby arms and a bowl cut, and it was just. 
just she's probably getting shit her whole fucking life. Probably. But she was so, so fucking aggressive. Anything you said, she'd be like, what do you mean by that? And like challenge you on shit. And especially men. She hated all men. And so um, there was a, uh, there was a time we, we had hung out with her like a, a few times. Um, and then there, the, that company had a holiday party. And um, at the holiday party, there was this fucking jabroni junkie who also worked there who like had nothing but that job and like really would like put all, you know, he would give like 110%, but then he would like be one of those people where it's like, I'm going to give you all I got. And then I'm going to be like fucking mad that you took it. It's like, you don't have to go all in if it's going to make you so upset. True. Like I just, I hate people who do that. It's like, if you're going to bust your ass, just do it, do it for the sake of doing a good job. That's it. Um, and so that guy starts making, uh, and this is probably 2014, Okay. Um, that guy is making like Chappelle, and he's very insecure too. Oh, he was a high school dropout to had like no family and was like, yeah, just not a not a great living situation or life. Um, Clearly, and so he, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so he uh, starts making like, and he he like zeroed in on me because so he had uh, heard about me from uh, the other staff because uh, they had met me out and they were like, Rusty's a pretty cool dude. Rusty Shackleford is a good guy. Um, and so he was like chumming up to me all night and getting like real, real sauced on the free alcohol for the company. Um, and then he just keeps making Chappelle show references like you, Thank but you. You, you were at least a couple of years prior, uh, like this, we are well, well, well out of the Chappelle show trend. It, it yeah, is yeah. very dead at this it's point. Sad, it's sad at that point, 2014. It's very pathetic. And it's like, dude, have you not watched anything else since then? Like, there's so much better shit out there. No offense to the Chappelle show. I, I disagree. I, I disagree. When it comes to Comedy Central, there has not been. Oh, true. Well, yeah, Comedy Central, absolutely. They've gone downhill. Oh, so like, bad. At, downhill as a trend. Like, they just get worse every year. I know. It's so um, bad. I, any, feel, I feel sorry them, for them. Anytime they greenlight a project and you see like the what's coming, it's like, that looks so fucking shitty. I know. And it's like, and it's always like one season. Um, or two, yeah, or if, two you, if it's lucky. Or two, yeah, if you're very lucky. If you're, like, fucking... It's all about who you know and who you blow. Yep. Um, and so he is, make, like, throwing down these Chappelle Show references, and nobody's laughing. And again, he's very insecure and, like, just very, like, like a superficial charm where it's, like, you can just tell somebody's full of fucking shit. Um, and so he was like, what, like, Chappelle Shows? You guys don't know Chappelle Show? And then uh, this girl, uh, her name is Graciana, she was like... <laughs> she was like Chappelle show yeah like, i heard about that like or she was like yeah well, i was into that like fucking eight years ago what the fuck dude that's so dated and like that was like in front of everybody and so it just really really like cut him down and he was fucking pissed and he held a grudge after that too in the workspace but she didn't give a fuck because she she just hated men um but she she warmed up to me because i'm a girly boy yep um eventually like she eventually warmed up to me she would always kind of like challenge me when we were out and it was like, you need to take a cold shower. It's like, I am not trying to compete with you. I have my own situation. You're good to go. Like, we're, we're done here. Um, and so uh, we go, um, Busty's sister visits. Ugh. And uh, <laughs> and Graciana uh, had uh, taken a bunch of Adderall that mm-hmm. night. And then we go to Charlie's. And she's got her jaw just going horizontal, like it's going buck fucking wild. I've seen and people you, like that on the street, and you know what's happening. Absolutely, yeah. It's like, oh man, you guys are coming up really, really hard. Um, and so she's and she's getting fucking weird, and she's horny all the time. Um, and she's also the type, um, the type of person where it's like, 
you you hook up a couple of times and it's like do you want to move in with me do you want me to like let you borrow my car do you want me to like sign on a loan for you like she, she just gives it all up and so her credit has been obliterated because of this and like she just she just gives it to like her like she does take care of her ladies i will say that but it's like really at a strong steep personal cost and then it's always and then afterward it's like damn it why did i do so much and it's like there's always there's always a price to pay absolutely yeah you'll pay for it eventually and it's like in this case you're paying for it twice because it's actually financially costing you and then it's going to be emotionally taxing when they do ultimately cheat on you and leave you which is what always happens Yep. Um, and so she's uh, she's all addied out, and um, Busty's sister is like um, she is shorter and uh, an amazing dancer, um, and so she and she dresses very well, and so she you know she's going wild and having a great time, and like we were just showing her all around, and I I was I had work that night, so I had to meet up with them later, and they had been slinging back those pictures, and so um, by the time I got there, uh, Graciana is like just of looking like a, a coke fiend like even it's like it was adderall but it was like she just looked coked out and was being weird and apparently that's, that's probably a lot like more like more than he should have been taking absolutely a person, i mean yeah yeah oh yeah no and it's like a, especially a person of her stature that's it was exactly like what, you, that's exa- you beat me to what i was about to say yeah it's like you are under five foot you should just stick to one like just do one yeah. um and so <laughs> she um I get there and then like and, and at this point I had like proven myself to be an an ally. Like it depended on her mood. Like she would be like, Oh my god, you're so handsome, like I need you to like cut fucking come out and be my wingman. But then there'll be other times and she'd be like resenting me for being so handsome and tall. It's like I you know, can't do anything about it, brother. But so she uh, comes up to me and then she's like, I've been uh being weird she's like, How are you doing? I'm so glad to see you like uh, I'm like really glad you're here because I think I'm like being weird and I was like, What happened? And so she had been trying to like push drinks on Busty's sister, um, and then it was like getting to that point where it's like almost seeming like predatory, like a little like a little shades of Jeffrey Dahmer, where it's like here, drink this beer, and it's like, eh, what's that stuff loaded in there? Um, and so she uh, was pushing that, and then she was uh, trying to dance, or she tried to dance with her, and like got up like real close trying to grind. Um, and like, you know, she likes, she likes to be like the man, you know, it's like, cause she's like butch. And so she wants, she wants yeah, to be the yeah. dude. Yeah. I, and I, so, get what, uh, I, get, I get what her psychology is all about. I recognize. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It's all about being the dude, not being a man, being the dude. dude. And so, um, she had gotten like real close, um, and went to like kind of hook her, like hook from the back, um, and like pull her in for a grind. And Busty's sister, like was immediately like turned off his, like she's straight as hell. And so she's, uh, and also it's like if she was going to be hooking up with a girl, like she'd be hooking up with a hot girl. Like that's just the probably, way it yeah, is. Yeah, no, probably, probably. Um, and so she like kind of like pushed her off, and then uh, like she felt weird about it. Um, Graciana did, and so she wanted to like, I guess, uh, salvage the moment. And she went up to her and said like, "Oh, I just want to like kiss you so badly," and like, she was a class act about it. Uh, uh, Busty's sister. Um, and she was basically like, oh, no. <laughs> and then, like, kind of kept dancing with my wife. Your wife. So, my lady. And so then uh, Graciana comes up to me, and then she's like, I fucking blew it. Like, I'm blowing it really bad here. Like, she's just so cute. I just want to, like, grab her face and, like, make out with her. And I was like, please. You know, just, like, it's, it's real simple. Like, just keep your goddamn hands to yourself, and that'll be the end of that. Um, but she was, like, fixated on her. 
And so then uh, she, she's like, can you do me a favor? And I was like, what? And then she just grabs me and pulls me close to her. And I, I am like a foot and a half taller than her, like easy. Um, it's a very funny looking combination. And she pulls me in and then uh, she grips me because she pulls me in facing her. And it's like, she's like always, she got like such masculine energy and she has such resentment for men. And so it's just funny that she did this just to like kind of try to save face. And it's like, you're not saving any face. And she grips me from behind while I'm facing her and grabs both of my butt cheeks and then uh, and then starts like like basically like furiously grinding on me. And then she was like, act like we do this. Like it was like something that we do all the time. It's like, I just, oh, I, that's Graciana. She grinds and grabs everybody. It was brutal, brutal, brutal stuff. Sounds hot. It was not hot at all. That was supposed to be a punchline. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, like, really awkward, and it was like, do not use me like this. Like, I am not, I'm not some scapegoat for you. I am not, like, I am not your exit. Okay, is that the end of the story, or is there more? That's the end of the story. What's, on, what's next? What, what, <clears throat> what's next on the itinerary, bitch? Have, <laughs> oh, thank you, my lord, my master. Um, have I ever told you about One-Eyed Willie? No. Oh, you're gonna love him. It was one I this guy, this guy is a legend on Colfax. So he is um, a very—he's not very tall. Like he's probably about like five two, five three, maybe. Uh, decrepit old black crackhead. Um, he wears like a—he'll he, wear shirts and stuff around his head like a turban, um, and he has an eye patch and always like very raggy clothes um, and and a cane. And, he's and, a cane, always going, and a cane, you said? And a cane. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's he is out of his goddamn mind. He's been doing he's been doing crack for years. Somehow he's maybe he's been able to sustain the lifestyle. I mean, it's not much of a lifestyle. No, it's and not. he's homeless, so it's actually I don't know what I'm talking about. He's not sustaining shit. I, I was about to say, what are, ta- oh, what are you talking about? Lifestyle? Like he's, <laughs> he's he like pays rent in a copper box. <laughs> Anywhere you land, um, and so. Uh, yeah, he, he's a legend out here on Colfax. He goes up and down, um, begging. Sometimes he'll uh, start fights with, like, uh, like some honky white guys. Because, like, and I don't know why, uh, why like, uptight, stiff white men feel the need to do this. It's But they like to put on a show of being, like, a man of the people. Oh, coming I up know, and doing, ugh. like, yeah, where it's like, yo, what's up, my man? And it's like, don't open with that. Do not do, do not, not open, open with that, that ever. Because also, uh, Willie's cane, uh, the top part of it is a knife. Like, Willie is prepared for battle at all times. And also, the eye patch, there's an eyeball under it. So, One Eyed Willie is the only Cyclops in the world that has two eyes. And so, he has this, uh, yeah, he's got his, like, fucking secret knife. And I'm sure he's got some other fucking crap up his sleeve for defense. Like, it's hard times out here, so you you really... I, I bet he has to be on his guard all the time. You better believe it. You, um, I've seen documentaries yeah. in the New York Post. You better believe it. Absolutely. You better believe it. <laughs> it's gotta go. Um, so he... Um, yeah, so, like, men will come up and, like, be, you know, doing the fist bump shit. My man, my man. And uh, depending on his mood, like, he may, like, you know, just kind of, like, give him a high five and then be like, hey, man, like, I just need $20 for whatever. Um, uh, other times, though, he'll flip the fuck out and scream like fuck you you are a fucking piece of dirt you're less than dirt to me and like usually these these white guys are like because it's, it's by that deadhead bar oh so i like, figure yeah they're crack addicts or whatever they are yeah they're yeah it's mostly cokeheads um 
And so, yeah, they'll be like just taken aback by this where it's like, how could you say this about me? And they'll get worked up and be like, come on, man. Like, I'm trying to shake your hand here. It's like me personally. I hate when like homeless people want to shake my hand. It's absolutely. Nothing I, personal. Absolutely, I absolutely agree with you on that one. Completely. 100%. Yes. Um, I, I honestly, I, I don't like shaking strangers hands. Like, it's just, it's like, I don't know you, and you look like somebody who, in your idle time, kind of, like, plays with your asshole. It's like, that's what I, I, I do. Can't... That's what I do. Yeah, I know you do, and that's why we never shake hands. Um, <laughs> we, st- we stick to fist bumps, and even that I'm a little bit iffy about, because I know, you, I know you, can, uh, you got a loose butt, so you can probably get real deep in there. It's not that loose, um, so... but I know how to make it work. <laughs> he keeps it tight. He keeps it tight. I keep it tight, but I know how to work things with it. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, believe, yeah, wait, 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 just for the audience listening, that doesn't mean I'm gay. It can be a bitch with a strap on. True, yeah, I mean, yeah, totally, right, uh, the strap on, and it's still all above board. I mean, being gay is above board too, but yeah, being fucked with, uh, being packed is something else. Are you into that? Not really. Not really, or not at all. No, I like it when I do it, but I like you know, like like if a woman like if she wants to eat it out, like, like a toss a salad, oh beautiful. Ew. Oh my god, that is a filthy, filthy salad. And do you kiss after that? Of course. Oh my god, what a gentleman! Oh my god, that's like that's too chivalrous. That's yeah, that's like. Why do you think chivalrous. I have two bidets in my place? Oh, that is so disturbing. And it's, yeah, it's just funny to have a bidet with the like strict intention of well i mean it gets your asshole clean but it's getting it clean for somebody else that's hilarious that's beautiful that's, very... that's, that's what i do it you know that's how i do that's how i recognize that is very considerate of you it's beautiful um yeah. But, but yeah yeah and like, well, like sometimes homeless people will get like upset when they're like wanting to shake your hand it's like why do you need to do that like i get that this is like a treat me like a human thing but it's like i don't want to touch your fucking hands it's like i'm talking to you is that not enough like what else um, anyway, so uh, Willie, um, uh, yeah, he's a legend uh, over here on Colfax. Uh, there's uh, and everybody knows about him. Um, and so he, there was one time we were talking about him at a party, uh, Christmas party we were hosting, and one girl parked pretty far away, and so she would have to rough Colfax alone. And I was like, uh, that's no good. That's not I'll good. No, you. yeah, yeah. I was like, I will absolutely walk you to your thing. And then like we, I was talking to her, and I was like, if we're lucky we'll see one-eyed Willie when, when we go out there. And then she was like, like, she was like, okay, like basically, cause she's not, she's not a, like you, you're either a Colfax cowboy or you're not like no, Colfax yeah. is not for everybody. And you have to be prepared to like fight for your life. Uh, or, you know, also be prepared for like the fucking wonderful things that get presented to you. Um, and so he, I, kinda, uh, I walking... kind of, I like your area, even though it's a shithole. Oh yeah, no. It's like it. Honestly, it's like it's a very flavorful neighborhood. Uh, we're gonna that's exactly. Soon. That's how I exactly what think of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because I know you're you're like a collector of stories too. Yeah. So, like Colfax is the place to be if you're looking for a tale to spin. Exactly. Um, and yeah, the new place we're going to be moving to, it's like a much safer area and a much nicer area. I'm definitely. I mean, we'll still be kicking it over here. But I am definitely, uh, I mean, I'm also ready to get away from Colfax because it is exhausting. Because you really do have to be battle ready. Like, you really have to be ready. And especially me, it's like I, I like to dress like very. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna and say, so that just makes you a fucking target. Yeah, you're moving on up with your Jeffersons. Yeah, precisely. A little bit more. I'm going above and beyond the Jeffersons. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> Finish your story so, about One Eye Willie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we were walking and then. Uh, 
we I see him in the distance, and then he's uh, got a, um, a pristine in pristine condition this electric guitar that's not plugged into anything, and he just keeps taking two steps, and then he strums it and puts his hands up in the air like he just killed the set, strums it, two steps, hands in the air like he just and he's just going all up Colfax. He probably was doing that four hours, probably because yeah, he on crack. Um, yeah, because well, the, yeah. The thing is, it's like he also smokes weed, but he never smokes weed when he's smoking crack because like they they counterbalance each other. Yeah, I know. So it's like horrific. De- depending on, yeah, depending on the night that you catch him, he, he's like a totally different uh, Willie. And so um, yeah, we walk past him. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking him. Like blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> then uh, there was uh, another time because uh, we I, we had not seen him for a while um, when the bar started first opening up uh, post COVID. And so um, our bar got shut down because they were running it. Uh, the Deadhead bar got shut down because they were running it as a speakeasy. And they had been cited like four or five times. And like it was like basically going to be like a legal situation for them. And so they were. And I also felt my, my feelings were hurt because uh, nobody told me that they were running it as a speakeasy. It's like, I'm the mayor over there. So you better fucking show some respect. So we went to this bar that was run by these um, Eastern European women. All of them are absolutely stunning. They're beautiful. And they're like, they're beautiful women. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We took you there. I've been there many times. Um, they're beautiful women. Yeah, this is a beautiful, beautiful lady. Um, and so, yeah, they, and like they have no security staff there at all. None. Um, it's like just it's just these like really hot girls uh, who are very charming and cool. And then like all of the losers. And they like they have to tolerate so much like jackassery and like pretend that they like enjoy it just so that. You know, you can keep them coming back. And so this is uh, this is also post that first stimulus check. Willie got himself a check. How? And so I have no fucking idea. I was like, how did you legally, like, how did you acquire this money? Because it's like, I don't think, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming, but it's like, you have a bank account? Like, what is the address listed for that account? Like, just a lot of questions. I know. Yeah, and, absolutely. What I'm exactly thinking. And so he's um he's like wearing a really nice like Brooks Brothers sweater. He's got a like a collar shirt underneath it. Like he looks like fucking scholarly, no eye patch, and he looks clean too. And it was like, oh shit, like Willie Willie like turned his life around. And so then um he's like where they they have TVs out of the patio, and uh, he's sitting at a table with these guys who have been like feeding him coke all night. And so, uh, and it's also, it's like, why would you do that? Like, why would you just like, kind of like feed the beast? Um, and so then like, he just starts getting worked up and then, uh, he's like looking over at the TV cause he would look so normal. Like he fit in so perfectly. Um, and so then he's like, fuck that, fuck that. And he just starts screaming, fuck that. And we're like, oh man. And then he stands up and then like the chair he was in just fucking flies backwards and then he just starts walking up to the TV and he starts fucking punching it. And then he takes his cane and just starts smacking the TV. And it was like, what happened here, Willie? Like, it's like, this is your opportunity to blend. And it's like, you just can't take the street out of the man. Like, it's like a, you, you get institutionalized in prison. But I imagine that there's a similar effect when you're living on the street. Oh, absolutely. Like, there, are, oh, yeah. there have been studies proving it. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like your DNA gets like rewritten. They, they, um, and so it's yeah, like, it's not really DNA. They, they prove they prove they proved with several scientific sociology experiments. It's not your DNA. It's like your subconscious. No, no, no I, I don't it's mean like, literally. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean literally. It's just like I mean, like, like it's like you are changed by that. Oh, like, absolutely. Only, like figuratively speaking, on a molecular level. Oh, absolutely. Um, you're absolutely right on that one. And yet nobody like, fucking. They didn't have any security staff, so nobody did anything. And then the guy who's feeding him coke 
uh, and that also they they weren't calling him Willie. They started calling him Billy. Like it was like now that I have this sweater on, it's Billy. And so they're like, Billy, Billy, like, what's going on, brother? Like, come over here. And then they just start feeding him more Coke and he calmed down. But it was hilarious to see him, like, flip out. There's a million stories about that, dude. Pro- there probably are. Like, the local crazy homeless people in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, the famous, the, like, the famous ones, I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the end of the tale. Of, well, it's not the end. His, his tale will go on forever. He probably going to outlive us all. I want yeah, I want you to meet him next time you come out. I should, man. I want to take a photo of him possibly. I don't know. Mate, yeah. Um he and yeah, he only remembers my name when uh when he's smoking crack and it's not a great look cuz there's times when he's fucked up on crack and I'll be like chatting outside with like, you know, some lady friends or some like, you know, some homies. Uh there was a time that uh, uh my wife and I were sitting at that at the uh Eastern European bar right across the street. Yeah. And uh he walked up and he, uh he was like he uh, comes out to us, and then he points at my wife, and he goes, she could kill him. Like, and he's not talking to anybody. He's like, she could kill him, but she won't because she loves him. And then he just, like, walked off. Um, and there, so there was also So, and there was also one night when I was too much for him because, like, I was, like, smashed all the way up. And I basically had on, like, this, like, Victorian-inspired, pirate-inspired, like, whole getup. That's beautiful. Had, like, a lot That's of fringe and shit. And I was, like, walking down the street, and I'm wasted, and, like, my arms are going everywhere. And he was, like, so fucked up, and his eyes got white, and he looked terrified of me. And then as we got close, he was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. And then he, like, goes, like, a few feet later, and he was like, hell no. It was fucking great shit. But, yeah, yeah, we'll wrap up One-Eyed Willie there. Yeah, you got any more stories, or is that all for tonight? Or today? Mm -hmm. Whatever. We are at 50 minutes. You want any more? What do you have written down? Let me, give me how many stories you have written down. Um, so there's uh, one that I can cut easily. Um, and then there's another one about this uh, crazy girl at the goth club who like Just made tell an me, enemy don't, of don't, me. Don't tell me what the story's about. Just tell me how many number number of stories by bullet point. How many bullet points do you have written? Um, I I have like a few. I I would just wrap up with one more. I'd say, or yeah, we can uh, cut it here. No, no. I want I want to get through with it. Like make it a long. I will do a longer episode. I, I can never do that ever. Hell yeah! Right on. All right, we'll get into it. Yeah, tell the story about the golf check. Whatever. Hell that be, yeah! That should be good. All right. So, um, my wife and I like to frequent um a goth club. Uh, we don't go so much anymore after some drama related to um this woman with a personality disorder. My wife ended up she tried to attack my wife and uh. My wife, beautiful woman, okay, strong, strong woman, put this hag through the table twice, and the table was bolted to the ground. Oh my God. And then, and then she like then she tried to get up again because uh, she was like fucked up on meth, and she thought like we didn't even see her fucking purse there. We're sitting in a booth, and she uh, comes up, and I just like hear I feel like my hair moving, and it's like percussive force from somebody's breath, and it also is rotten breath. And I turn my head, and this woman's like she, and she's short too. She's like. She's got to be like four seven, okay. Um, and she's in my fucking face with like a field hockey player's body, and she's screaming like, "Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here!" And I was like, "I don't think she's joking." And so I'm like, "Ha ha, great, great joke, ha ha." And then I go to turn, and then she like is like getting real close and in my face, and so we're in the booth. I'm on the outside part of the booth, um, and uh, she's like screaming at us to not like to stop fucking with her bag, and we're like, "What are you talking about?" And then uh, she's like, stop fucking with my back. And she steps into the booth. Now, your boy does not need any kind of legal situations. When there is a woman like aggressively uh, approaching me, got to put space. I don't need anybody being like, he groped me or whatever. 
and so I, I exit the booth. Um, so yeah, she steps into the booth and then, um, she goes to take a swing at my wife and my wife just fucking ducks it like no problem, grabs her, flips her onto this table. And like, again, the table's bolted down. So the table, um, is at about a 45 degree angle then. And the woman is shocked because it's like, how could this be? This is my place. Cause she's, I guess she, she's a regular, she's been going there probably since like the nineties. Um, and so she's like shocked that this could happen. Um, and also it's like, you had the, you had the luxury of the first swing. Like, how did you fuck this up? And then she uh, does not get her footing quite right. And she goes to get up and uh, uh, like goes to attack her again. And then my wife puts her down a fucking gun. It was the hottest shit in the world. And now the table's at a full 90 degree angle and the bolts have come out of the ground. And then she she's like stammering and goes to get up. I, I honestly, it's like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it unless, the only reason I did is because for some ridiculous reason, security was not coming around. And so like I, when she was trying to go attack her again, she could barely stand. I just grabbed her by the wrist and dragged her ass out of the out of the booth gently, um, and then she like you know threw a fucking fit and was just going around for the rest of the night screaming like that we kept fucking with her, um, and she's just going into every room and being like they keep fucking with me, and like it's just such a scene. It's like why is nobody addressing this? Um, and so we like put distance between us and her and go to like a this like this very not busy room that's like furthest. And then she comes in and she goes up to this fucking loser, dirtbag, long-haired piece of shit uh, DJ. And she's, like, screaming and stuff. And it's like, he has no idea what she's talking about, but she points over at us. And, it's like, she probably is saying, like, those two just tried to jump me. Um, and then that guy just goes to the fucking security at the front. And then, uh, like, the security comes over and it's like, we, we've been fucking coming here for years. And the guy kicks us out because, according to her story, like, we, we were trying to, like, get into her person. Then we jumped her. Um, and so like, we, we've been cooling it on this place, but, um, a few years ago, there's this, uh, I, she looks Asian, like some, maybe like maybe Vietnamese, something like that. Okay. Um, and she's got like the sides of her head shaved. And so like, she's got like a mohawk that always has a different color and it looks so fucking dirty and shitty. Oh, and so her she's face a powerful greasy. woman. Yeah. You, I, yeah, I feel like you would be like in, into her. There's like randomly times when you're like into somebody and I'm like, why would you be into that? But um, so she's like, a, she's a lunatic and she's always like, I, I'm assuming and she either has like severe mental health issues or she's on a lot of drugs or probably both. Or both. Definitely both, actually. Um, and so um, above the club, there was a uh, Camel Cigarettes sponsored after party that because um, like all the bars here shut down at two. They really try to kick you out at like 145. Um, and so that place was open until three and you got like free drinks for going up there. You could buy cigarettes for like two bucks a pack. And it's like, a, you know, it's like a nice, sexy, swanky vibe. Yeah. But is, it only, so, it's, is it only camel cigarettes? It is only camel cigarettes. Absolutely. Um, but it's, it's a cool spot. And yeah, you can get like, it's, it was bizarre. They, they don't do it anymore. Like post COVID, but like you can get your hair cut there. That, that's you could, so like, bizarre. It's so bizarre. You could actually get tattoos there. Like, there, no, there, like, there, there are a few bars that are very trending in the New York area where you can get tattoos at. Yeah, and then it's like you get your nails done. Shit, it's like I I would not be like having tattooing available at that time when alcohol is involved. Personally, I feel like that in would New York, just be opening in yourself in New York, up. In New York, when they do about bars, the regulation is that the tattoo artist cannot drink at all the entire shift. Oh, it's like, but also it's like you know somebody just getting drunk and being like, you know, I'm gonna get like a fucking Twilight tattoo oh, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. like I, just I, something I, I very even, I didn't even think I didn't even think about that aspect of it. Yeah, it's like people and like this particular crowd is fucking dumb. Like they're all for the most part, really damaged people. They have, like, they all, like, almost everybody, myself included, have uh, having mental health shit, 
and then also um like being bullied like they're all like any they're all like reliving their trauma every single night and it's like they're so fucking vulnerable and reactive um it's very it's like honestly it's like pathetic and it's like if it wasn't so irritating i would feel bad for them but i really don't I don't like either. high school's high school's over yeah. baby like it's time to grow the fuck up I, 1990 i'm done with it i'm done with the Absolutely. high school years yes yeah so um so i go up to this i always go up to the party i don't smoke cigarettes um and they, they want you to buy cigarettes so they're like you know they ask they grill you at the door being like you know like uh, what kind of cigarettes do you usually smoke it's like huh i I like the uh, classic kind. You know, it's like I don't know anything about smoking, and so that I do. do I only have away. usually a, a little free for the fans. I smoke two cigars a month. I don't do cigarettes because cigarettes make me vomit. But if if I was to smoke a cigarette, there's only one I go with: American Spirit Mellow Yellow brand. I like those. Yeah, I like those. Uh, especially if I'm uh, on acid, I love those. Uh, but otherwise, I really hate uh, smoking. Mm-hmm. Like cigarette smoke just makes me sick. But um, so yeah, they grill you at the door, and they they will turn people certain people away. I, I also think they're screening at the door, being like, "Yeah, you don't look very cool, and you don't seem like you smoke cigarettes." So no, get out. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I always like cheesed it at the door. But uh, so I would go in there, and I um at the time, like I my my smoking operation was much less discreet, like smoking weed, and so I would just bring a bowl out with me, and uh, you know, pack up like a fresh bowl there, and like you know, just rip it. Um, and so I was ripping it up there. And then the, the the girl I was talking about earlier, uh, she just goes ballistic, and uh, and she's like many many feet away from me, like not even close to the smoke. And then she, and it's like she's fucked up. And then she's like, "What the fuck, asshole? Like I fucking allergic to smoke. What the fuck?" And then she gets up, and then like she's at the furthest end of the patio, and then she's go she storms off, and she's screaming the whole way through. And she'd been talking to these, like, cool-looking people. Um, and then it's like, I know what's going on. She's, like, going to fucking tell on me. And so absolutely. then... Absolutely. Uh, you, know, you already feel in the force. You already know. Absolutely. Um, and so, and also, it's like, she's saying she's allergic to smoke, but she's at a smoking after party. And she smokes And she smokes cigarettes. And she probably meth, too. Probably. Exactly. And it's like, she was just being dramatic for the sake of it, because it's like, I'm a, like a relatively normal-looking person, and to her, it's like... She resents that where it's like, you know, like it's like you don't have to look like you do. It's like you don't have to shave your head and have dirty fucking mohawk and horrible skin like we could take care of that. Um, but, yeah, so she storms off and the people that she was talking to, like there was two girls who come up to me and they're like, oh, my God, like, are you smoking weed? Like, can we hit that? And I was like, I can pack you a fresh bowl real quick, but I'm probably about to get boosted here like any minute now. Um, and so uh, they they like hit it and then like while they're hitting it I'm like I am so sorry like I didn't mean to like upset your friend and they were like that's not our friend we don't fucking know that girl that girl's fucking crazy and it's like oh well that's great that's like validating to me um, and so then the the security guy knew like the security guy was familiar with me and he liked me um, and so like he would always call me New Jersey um, and so then that's he great. Uh, comes up that's great he knew where you uh, uh. Isn't that, yeah, it's a great moniker when you're, like, not in Jersey. Like, it's yeah. like when you move out, it's like, ah, Jersey, what's up? Um, that's classic. So, yeah, he, he comes up to me, he goes, Jersey, what are you smoking out here? And I was like, I honestly, I was smoking some weed. I'm like, sorry about that. I won't do that again. I'm like, so sorry, man. He was like, oh, no, I'm cool with it. But, you know, that girl's, like, fucking going crazy over there. Um, and then he was like, yeah, you're good, man. And so she's, like, staring over at me, like, giving me death clutch because she thought I was going to get boosted. And it's like, I, it's like, that guy was cool, and you're not cool. And so I'm cool, and we're all cool. Like, it's like, it wasn't going to be... Did this woman work at the place? I'm confused. 
No, no, she didn't work at the place. That's very. Oh, uh, I thought she worked there the whole time. We're telling you. No, but no, but that's how she was acting that's too. Weird. And that, and that's you, very weird. And yeah, you, you, what she says to because so she's grilling me and she's so furious that I'm not kicked out. And so I'm like, I'm not trying to like, like, like it's like she clearly has mental health issues. So I was like, I will go squash this if I can. And so I go over to her and I'm like, I am so sorry that like that upset you so much. Like I obviously I did not mean to do that, and I just wanted to come over here and apologize to you. And then she just uh, turns to me and she goes, Duh! and I was like, I got like wide-eyed. And she had, again, she had no friends there. So she was latching onto uh, strangers' tables just because it's like, I don't have any friends. So like, I'm just going to be with you and you'll be my friends temporarily. And so she's sitting at the table with these uh, people. And yeah, she, when I first speak to her, she says, Duh! and then like, I go to go to say something else. I'm like, I, and it's like, I don't even know what to say or how to respond to that. And she's like, Duh! And I have no idea. It's like, I, I wasn't sure if she had like a learning disability or if that was supposed to be mocking me. It could be one or the other or both. Again, yeah. She's, this, she's a real like triple double threat here. Yep. Um, and so, she, yeah. And I'm like, I, and then she was, and I was like, I just wanted to apologize. Like you, you could still have that. Like, again, I'm sorry about that. And she was like, yeah, I'm just like allergic to smoke. And she, like I said, she'd been chain smoking all night. So it's like just total, complete horseshit. Okay. Um, and then uh, she's like, I just don't want my venue getting shut down. Her venue? And oh, so my gosh. You fucking own the place? She s said that. And I thought that she owned the place. And I was like, oh, I really fucked up now. Like, I'm not going to be able to come to the sick after party with the free drinks and, you know, cheapy cigarettes. And so I was like worried. And I was like feeling like, okay, like, I got to make this right. But I also was like, the way she was speaking, being like, Duh! it's like, I don't know. That doesn't scream independent business owner no, to me. No, it doesn't. But it, you don't know at this point. Donald exactly. Trump, Donald I, Trump yeah. was the president. So who knows? Exactly. And yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like she could, her family could have money and be like, exactly. hey, you're never going to get a job. So we'll buy you this space and you can be a fucking lunatic here. Um, and so I'm like, you're, and I, I, I'm also like kind of challenging it too. I'm like, your venue. And then she goes, yeah, the ve my venue place that we're in. And then I was like, do you own this place? And she was like, no, but I love this place. And then it's like, you're a fucking asshole for trying to get it shut down. It's like, obviously, that was not my intention. She's crazy. Smoking She's weed, so, you're so crazy. It, yeah, smoking weed here is legal. So it's like, nobody cares. And like, it's like, there's no police here. Nobody gives a shit. Like, you give a shit. And you're only doing that because you want to pick an issue with me. And so, yeah, then after that, um, every time I saw her, like, well, the next time I saw her, she was leaving the club as I was going in, and she just started laughing maniacally at me, like, being like, Bleh! Bleh! and she's, like, letting out this, like, psychotic cackle, and it's like, I don't know what the fuck you're laughing at. You're ugly as shit, and you have no friends. Um, and then, um, yeah, she would just kind of, like, shoot me dirty looks every once in a while, but then she realized that I was, like, one of, because, like, I'm friends with a lot of people there, so it's like she realized that I was, like, kind of popular there. And like pretty well revered in the community, and so like I feel like she kind of regretted that, like because she definitely remembered it. Um, but um, there was another night when she was super fucked up on drugs, and she came. Uh, I felt someone like kind of like brushing up on my on my back, and she was trying to grind with me. Yeah. Uh, and I turned and I turned around and I looked at her, and then she like kind of gave me a head nod, and then like I gave her like a fucking like a disgusted look, where it's like, why the fuck would you even think that that would be an option? And then, because I think she didn't realize that, you know, that I was me. And then she realized it, and she, like, looked shocked, and then she fucking just sprinted away. But, yeah, we see that fucking slob all the time. And she wears, she always wears a corset that's too small for hers. And uh, so she has, like, just love handles, like, really being Ugh. pressed out the side, like, just pudging out. 
and her skin and complexion is horrible. But yeah, we uh, we refer to her as my venue girl because it's like that's what very, a fucking that's very funny. moniker. Yeah, what a ridiculous thing to say. My venue, the place that we're in. It's like yeah, I get I'm in a place right now, but this is not yours. Anyway, is, I think that's been is that is that Benito. good? That's a uh, that's been the one of the longer episode editions of Storytime with Rushy Shackleford. Uh, do you got anything to plug or say uh, to finish off this episode? Just be careful out there, brother. Just be careful out there. Uh, uh, you better believe it. You know, I really don't have anything to plug. Just check out. If, actually, I do. Uh, go to the Crookland Comedy website, the Crookland Comedy Patreon page, if you like this for more bonus content eventually coming. And uh, just follow the the Crookland and join the Crookland Comedy Discord server. Good night. And buy some merch. Buy some fucking merch. Yes, buy merch at KirklandComedy.com. And that's been an, another installment of Storytime on Let Us Be Idiots with Rushy Shackleford. I'm going to cut it. Danger! Danger! Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Luby, you be raw, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. They oh, no. take the reins, act a fool with my pin pain. The only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. What? Tired of being stuffy, so I say, let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. Call me PMS, probably millions stacking. No, no, let's go. Drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give. Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal I feel we too much, make them all squeal Mohill in my clutch, make them out and out Ruby lighting it up, got you saying well Lengthy, you be raw, that's a real gig But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots